acres, there's additional forests, there's lots of venues. But the region is so diverse in feel and look that so many of us get along, even if on a basic level we're competitors. Because I like I am specifically you know, interested well, I, in I mountain saw, brides and brides who are adventurous. So somebody who is a photographer that is specifically uh, urban or you know more interested in the the country club feel, they and I aren't even actually direct competitors. We can help each other. If someone comes to me and they're looking for a field that I don't offer, I can feel completely comfortable referring them to my friend because I know that we're not actually directly competitive even if we do the same job. Yeah, and, and I've seen, so and I've seen you. Charlottesville. I know, and I was just, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I saw you like last weekend or whatever it was, you were shooting with another photographer. Yeah. Because she needed help. And she couldn't, you know, she was stranded and she needed a second shooter. And you guys are all like the camaraderie kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, okay, here's one of my competitive <laughs> wedding photographers, but she's in a bind. And boom, in her, you know, bath. Yeah, she, she emailed me. She was, it was my only October Saturday that was off. Mm-hmm. And she said, you're the only person not working on October 21st, it was, I think. Yeah. And I said, I am. And she said, I cannot find a second photographer. My second photographer was sick. So could you please come and do this wedding? And I said, sure, I'd be, it was fortunate that it was a shorter day. But it's like, I would be delighted to do this wedding for you. And I don't even view her as a direct competitor. Yeah, we're because, all different. We're- you know, she's in Keswick a lot and I tend to be down one every one. You know, most of the time when someone calls me, they say, you know, we're coming to Charlottesville. We got married at UVA. We love to hike in the mountains. And that's usually like the first three things I hear mm-hmm. out of their mouths. And I know like, you're my people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was going to say, you know, with the fact that you don't feel like everybody's different and everybody's eyes different, like, you know, we've had uh, uh, your capture of what you want to get out of a picture is going to be different because it's your experience, your your education, how you were taught, how you process the information, what you see, all of it. Um, and same with florists. I mean, I teach classes and um, I'll put the same flowers in front of people. We just did a class up at Pro Renata. And, um, you know, there are the flowers and um, everybody's color combinations of what they think, you know, sets their life on fire or whatever, blows, you know, blows their skirt, you know, um, <laughs> floats their boat or cocks their pistol, you know, is just kind of, I mean, it's, those are the combinations that they gravitate towards. Now, sometimes it makes me want to puke, but I'm like, what, that's what they see. I mean, and some, some people see, you know, um, more modern and, and, and their hand goes more modern or heavier or heavier greens or heavier colored. It's all about a hand and everybody's hand is different. And even in flowers, you put the same stuff in front of them. It's going to come out different. So I'm into one of those wine and paint things that they've got going on. Those wine. Yeah. Everyone's painting the same picture, mm-hmm. but just fascinating because everyone, the whole instructor says, okay, now we're going to do this swirl. Here's your palette of five colors. And everyone's is so different and it's like a whale or something like how could it all be so different but it's right there you're looking at how people you know some texturize it and others have little dimples and stuff to whales and and other people go real realistic you know Mm -hmm. and it's based on your just your own background your Mm -hmm. whatever your lenses it's amazing it speaks to what you were saying earlier about the importance of talking to your couple Mm -hmm. instead of trying to sell your product because if you just talk to them and hear about you know what how they see that whale 
then you can see if you're a good fit and you can see what you need to offer them in in the whole scheme of your services, right? Sure. If you talk to someone and you hear that the most important thing to them is photography, you know that it's really important they have gorgeous florals because they're not going to love their photos if they're carrying a bouquet of half-dead flowers, half-dead flowers, <laughs> or a bouquet of brooches or whatever people do to try to, to save money. So and yeah. it, you know, it, it's just so important to get to know your couple to know how to best well assist and, them. And I, I don't know. I feel like. Um, the questionnaires and things that you'll get you fill out with you talking to them on YouTube site probably and meet with them. We're culling through where I am, <laughs> Niblet and I. And um, I, I go through and I try to figure out if they are um, a good match and, and try to bring them in as quickly as I can. You know, it's been high season. It's really hard. Um, uh, but I often will talk with them on the phone or at night or whatever. We try to, you know, uh, sometimes they're all from all over the world or with Skype with them. I did a bride that was all, all the way from Saudi Arabia. The first time I met her was, you know, the day of the wedding. So nice. <laughs> um, sometimes it's not, it, it, it isn't possible, you know, to meet with them. Um, and we, we work all the way through it. You know, it just, you kind of get that, you know, just connection and understanding. And, and the questionnaire helps me figure out, you know, where they are on the budget as best I can. And sometimes, you know, where to direct them. And sometimes it just like, either I can't get it down to meet their needs. They don't like me. They don't like the color, whatever, you know, and you move them on. Or sometimes they ask me, like, I can't afford to. I would like to. Who do you think? And I've given them. I have card and I have people that I refer constantly as other florists that, um, oh, send, bring me candy bars. When I, <laughs> I come in and I'm like, look, I got a tweet. <laughs> so, um, you know, and it, it's great. You know, that's, that's what we're all in here for. If it can, if it works, you know, it works. It's, it's perfect. It's magic. You know, Here's the do you know in the first five minutes, if you sync with someone, I mean, can if you he, tell yeah. in like the first five minutes of interacting with a client, if it's going, you guys click pretty much yeah face i mean it definitely if it's face to face yeah it's usually well i can tell by the expression of their face if i'm touring a venue i can i can already guess it like this, this is not my vision that you asked me to go so we'll go <laughs> so, <laughs> we're going you know, we're going <laughs> and there are for, times for, it's a little more personal for us because we're artists mm -hmm. so we're putting our heart and soul on the line every time because you know it's a little it's a it's a different when you're a coordinator you know it, it's like you can step back and you're you're paid to be sort of the hard you know mm -hmm. hand on things like get here get this keep them going and taking them to a site it's like that's beautiful but it's not putting your heart out in it we this is our work you know this is what we think is pretty and these are our things that we've picked and chose all these you know i think this would be pretty with this or whatever and they could be no and i don't really take it personally anymore i mean i at first it's like a little like oh but you know as an artist because i was in art since high school college and took art classes and design classes and poetry writing at UVA and all kinds of art and design throughout my whole life. Um, I got used to like in design school, you put up a project and they will shred it sure. and you put your heart and soul in some of your writing and people don't like it. They shred it. So I'm used to it. Doesn't mean it doesn't like go. Oh, I thought that was really freaking good, and it sounds like a B movie to them. That's awesome, you know. I'm so stoked on that one. I'm gonna rework that one. Um, you know, or your art's so 
boring. There's nothing going on over here. You know, it's like, oh, okay. That's a rework. Um, so, you know, but that teaches you, you know, to, to train your eye. It, 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 it makes you a better artist every time. You know, all those courses and all those years of my liberal arts degree, which I really believe in people. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, it's really important. Um, you know, the classics. <laughs> Read those books and um, feed that brain. <laughs> um, put down the computer <laughs> um, and and uh, really get into it and go in. I used to love, you know, going to the library and smelling all the books and into the, you know, um, the bowels of, of, of Alderman, you know, and um, the creakiness and the creepiness, but also the greatness of it. And um, <clears throat> smelling all the leathers and everything, all the smells of pages and books and good that's good stuff yeah everybody should have to participate in some sort of art or music even if they are not art or musically inclined for that reason because Mm -hmm. that failure is so critical to success to to get where you are that your your skin is tough enough to not be emotionally wounded well and also to see where your mistakes are and learn your principles learning from it yeah you know and i think everybody should participate in some sort of critique that way you don't do that in the business world nearly as much i do when i teach a class i make them all put the thing on the table and i cut it to shreds no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i make them them go home in tears criticism from people and to actually grow from that criticism right, instead of just hiding in the closet for the rest of your life or not trying again or right. or sidestepping or not saying it, 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 I will say my design courses in New England School of Art and Design in Boston NESAD as we called it um, it's part of Suffolk University um, Bowdoin UVA uh, you know the, the art history art studio art and the poetry creative writing program at UVA was you know, all of that, all of that hmm. is played into what I do now. You know? I think it's fun too. Not, I don't know if fun, but challenging, interesting. Um, that If they have a $10,000 budget and you found out through dialogue and conversation that food is so important, most venues have some really nice options where they can waive the venue rental fee if you reach a food and beverage minimum. Well, you've just really made that couple happy because they didn't understand why you were charging $2,000 for the building, even though you tell them lights, clean, blah, blah, blah. But when you say, hey, I can waive that if you'd like to reach a minimum of 5000 for food and beverage, suddenly their eyes get all super happy and they start thinking about appetizer dancing in their head. And now they're thinking about, I can host beer and wine and I'm going to have the cutest little lemon bar bites as a past app or whatever. Um, and they're still spending the same amount, but you've now given them the impression that they're spending it on what is important to them. So it's ways to be creative with budget, definitely. That and it might cover more people. Because, yeah. Yeah, for appetite. You know, if you put your money in that to, to, to get people eating and um, enjoying themselves with yeah. food and beverage as opposed to a big sit-down or, yeah. you know, there's the home style thing, which, you know, I'm that's a whole other topic I guess I'm not even going to open that whole can of bass but it's just like um, you know there's all these different ways of food and we're going to have caterers on that's going to be 
a bunch of caterers going to go at it. We're going to find out what the real deal is on that. How do we? What do we think about home style? What do we think about? You know, um, I hate buffet. To say, so I'll just put that out there now. <laughs> it's so awkward to have your guests standing, standing yes. around, and waiting and waiting, and it's messy, and they're messy, and the food presentation of things just. You can put the same three fish tacos on a plate. Um, with fancy whatever garnish and cilantro and whatever, or you can have them go stand on the line and get it, and it's going to taste better plated with the design and stuff. And so, and depending on the size of the wedding, though, and how you know that's again the size of the caterer that you come in, you know, that's yeah, make a plate. If you have a four hundred person wedding, you don't want half cold and half right. So you got to get your right caterer. There's so many questions to ask. And that's a whole other topic uh-huh. of tips of things that you do ask or things that are, if this is your favorite, where do you go? This is your favorite, where do you go? But um, I think we've maybe exhausted our budget topic today. And what we're, I'm closing every session of the podcast, the Wedding Fox podcast, um, with a couple of questions. Um, but uh, they're, you know, so I can put this out to you. Um, I'm closing, yeah, each time the wedding fox with uh, questions to my guests. And so I'll start with you, Beth. What is your favorite romantic movie? Because we are in the business of love. That is true. I like old classic movies. So I would say my favorite romantic movie is How to Steal a Million with Audrey Hepburn and Peter O'Toole. Oh. Hmm. We had an Audrey Hepburn fan in our other cast. Really? Podcast, yes. She was also from Colorado. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us from Colorado. Yeah, what's going up with the Colorado thing? We can't afford to live in Colorado exactly. anymore. Exactly, it's too crowded. <laughs> Charlottesville is the boulder of the East, and, you know? Mm-hmm. They tell us that when we want to leave about Boulder and come, we have to oh, really? East Coast. Oh, really? Well, we need to shut families. that down. Yes, we've been told. <laughs> but then there's a, there's a big... There's so many people, people we want in Charlottesville to Boulder, too. Yeah. I think I'm, we should just have a really fast, like, like uh, what are those little worms called that used what, to travel through space? What worms that travel through space? You know what I'm talking about? Wormhole. Wormhole. We need a wormhole between Boulder and well, and a wormhole. Then a wormhole from Boston to Charlottesville because there's a lot of Boston people I know. I'm like, hey, where are you? What are you doing down here? When I knew him like 20 years ago in Boston, I'm like, what? What? if we can develop this technology, we could do a lot more weddings for a lot more very needy people. Oh, and we wouldn't have to worry about sending our kids to college or retirement. Uh-huh. There you go. Okay, so um, you're Kirsten. What is your favorite romantic movie? Ironically enough, I hate romance and junk by them. <laughs> so, uh, and you're a wedding coordinator. I know. Yeah. Are you divorced or married? Yes. You're divorced? Yeah, but you know what's funny is I always wear a ring. Um, and um, when I'm meeting with clients, like uh, my diamond ring, because I found that depending on their age, they are comfortable, they're uncomfortable having a wedding planner that's divorced, that's not married. They think it's bad omen. It's like bad that mojo like oh my gosh so she can't keep her marriage together which has nothing to do with the wedding but i swear i've heard that so many years the facility is gorgeous you're not you're not like at home with them if they get along i know it's so weird but anyway so it's kind of a joke but no so i'm not i noticed your ring but it looked like an engagement ring like there's no band with it so i was like 
is she married or engaged? Or yeah, no, this is not actually the one I wear either. But anyways. Um. Oh, so you have a big old honking one that you like flash around with them? Like, <laughs> look, I'm so married. It's a cubic zirconian. It's a 15-carat cubic zirconian. You could land a plane on it, but it's from Walmart. It's, like, it's two and a half carats, and it's a white diamond from South Africa. It's like one of the rarest. Is it? Yeah. Oh, but, well, who the anyway. hell was you? Who was it? What, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that ring was a lot better than the rest of the package. Um, so I love romantic comedies, and I guess I'm just a big one for um, nothing really too deep. So the whole Meg, just you know, one when Harry met Sally. That's a cute one. That's yeah. That's a good one. It's a good one. Pull lines from. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the latest? Um, the last question is what is the most memorable love action or emotion you've seen lately that touched your heart oh my gosh all right since at every single wedding i can think of one beautiful moment that stands out from all of them i'm gonna say a personal one this woke this morning i woke up and my husband had made me coffee before he left for the airport at 5 a.m so i got up after a time change with two small children after a full-on pouring rainy day wedding the day before and my husband had made the pot of coffee most romantic thing that's happened to me in a long time oh that's sweet that's like an everyday thing that means so much but it really can touch you you know what i mean like if it's done at the right time at the right moment you really needed it and it makes the most yeah i love that i love that because you know you needed it it's fabulous so Aww. i went the other day yesterday two days ago a couple came in from morgantown west virginia just really sweet just very appreciative just um just really just sweet and they were so excited they love craft beer they never thought they could have find a brewery that has a venue was big enough to host their party um so we do the tour and he's just giddy he's just like we're talking beer we're talking party we're talking the tent he's just ooing and eyeing over like everything and she's kind of keeping it quiet keeping it level you know like she read somewhere somewhere that says don't show your emotion you know we'll charge you twice or whatever um and we get around to the front and he's like baby you really want us to go talk about this right like act like grown-ups like go talk about it you know and she says, babe, what do you think? And he says, I love it. She goes, done. And, and he goes, really? He goes, anything for you, dear. And I thought, there's so, I mean, for her, it's a, an important day for her, too. And she's like, do you love it? And he's like, I love it. Okay. Didn't bother her a bit, but I just thought they're, they're going to have a healthy little life together because it wasn't about, she just really wanted to make sure he was happy. And it's just as much her day as it is his. But. Oh, it's their day. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's day. And that's why I, I keep telling when the brides meet with me here, I tell them, you know, because we're so scattered across the world now where we work in the military and we're all over. Like I said, I did a wedding with a woman in Saudi Arabia that I never met till the day of the wedding. You know, she was thrilled to come back and see all her family, you know, and it's, it's not, it it is about them, you know, but I try to remind them that you're also just experiencing something and bringing everybody together. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to take a snapshot in their head from this day and when we all go to that shining river, you know, um, across the shining river, as my mom likes to say, um, there's going to be a time where you're the stuff we have on our the Porsche or the four car garage or the three houses and this and this. You end up being sometimes having a roommate in your hospital bed, <laughs> and uh, sometimes you get a, a 
bed in a hospital by yourself or hospice or you're at home and all you're packing up are your memories. And this is one that is really important to pack and make sure, you know, it looks and you can afford it. Doesn't break you. It's not supposed to break you. It's supposed to set you free on your next venture, you know, your next, uh, life adventure with somebody as your partner so that you don't think you're batshit crazy and you can take on the world and they got your back most importantly and uh so i i think that's um what it's all about i really appreciate both of y'all coming today thank you thank you for having us beth you know i love you i'll see you around crozet kirsten you're a new friend we're inviting people to get on our email we're going to email you about um uh, different kinds of subjects that we're going to be addressing. So if there's something you like, something you feel passionate about, something you know a lot about, which God knows y'all are the ones, get back in here, sign up for one. Also, if you have something that's going on that you're participating in a 5K that you might be shooting that you're doing for free, but you want people to come out and support, or you guys are doing a night that you're having uh, at Wild Wolf Brewery or one of your event jobs that you're support, you want support, you can come and do a sort of a public service announcement here and stop by when we are um, recording and we can get it out for you. Um, because I really want this to be part of, you know, we're all kind of a tight group um, and Charlottesville has a beautiful landscape. We have a lot of beautiful people here and really talented people and beautiful locations. So um, for a perfect day for your family and friends. And uh, everything you couldn't see today, we are going to have links. So um, we're going to link up to Wild Wolf is what you're promoting right now, Kirsten, and very passionate about, obviously. I want to kick that off. And um, anything else that you want that you will link to and have it connected. Great. And also we'll link to Beth Saliga's Three Cats photo. You'll probably see some of our darling kids on there, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us at The Wedding Fox, brought to you by Foxtel Cottage Floral, our behind-the-scenes look at the greater Charlottesville region wedding industry, a.k.a. the business of love, with all of our locally talented artisans. We want to give a heartfelt shout-out to our guests, Bess Saliga and Kirsten Ziegler. You can find Bess Saliga at 3catsphoto.com. Kirsten is now the Special Projects and Events Director at the UVA Curry School of Education.